Good. I drank a lot. <laughs> I want some lamb. Mm, land? You ain't no kind of man if you ain't got land. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Literally Literary. With us, as always, Mr. Sean Fabernet. I am Joey Bonnier, and here he is. He's kind of drunk, <laughs> but he's there, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. Hi, Sean. Hi, guys. How, How are you doing? All right. Yeah. What's, what's wrong? You look Nothing. a little. You look I'm a way little... drunker than I thought I was. That, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I worked out a lot today. Mm-hmm. Really? And I didn't sleep much. I've been up since like. Was in four, arms actually. and arms and back day. Check out the gun show. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like exactly. Do you do work out your legs? Are you one of those dudes who only works out the upper body. Uh, no, it's I, I every time is like an always. It's like some version of a full body workout every time I work out. Do you do any of that protein shake stuff and the sure. pre-energy drinks and all that stuff? Are you used to? That? I don't like track it or doing that bullshit. Do you have? Yeah. A, do you have one of those shaker bottles? How about that? Fuck no, no. Do you I got a fucking. I got a. There's a water fountain somewhere at some point, and I'll drink from that. Do you order a caveman ultra <laughs> from Infowars Life? No, I don't uh-huh. even know what that is. <laughs> Did you just like plug an Infowars? Can, can we? Can we? Wait, go, we'll cut that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> cut this show. What was that? Sure, we got shit. so offended that I was talking about the toothpaste. I don't buy uh, it. Stop talking. Doesn't. There's no such thing. They have their own toothpaste. I don't man. care. It's a don't care. News organization that sells toothpaste. It's fucking like you're right. It's bonkers. Come on. No, I was. T- I I woke up at about four o'clock this morning. Bonkers actually, guy. like three or four. Come to think of it, yeah. And then I've been up since now, and I have to get up really early tomorrow. But if you really think about really it, drank. all news is about selling toothpaste and fucking drugs to old people and you know prostate pills. And no, Viagra. I'm really thinking about it. No, mm. I'm not sure that's true. I don't sure think it is. I look definitely at the, look don't at the commercials think that's you see true. on, you know, mainstream media. They are mostly uh, pharmaceutical, and ads. pharmaceutical Okay, that's fair. That's are fine. they producing those and, things? Um is, oh, well, but, the, okay, so yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Well, no, in that, that's, this is more of a politicking yeah, question, but no, no, it's actually kind of fine. Or are they just, or are they just selling their advertisement time? Who are you talking about? The mainstream media when they yeah. were talking about commercials? Yeah. The yeah. commercials themselves. So what but, was your, rephrase what you said again, or just restate what you said again. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> restate what you said again. Yeah. My mouth, this is not going to work. Fucking no, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's read books. No, I don't want to talk about InfoWars or any of this okay. shit. Read books. I kind of want to No. Guys. Books it is. It's a veto. Okay. Anyway. That's I racist. Have, I have books. <laughs> um, well. It's a Danny. <laughs> Duh. So part of the reason that we were reading 1984 this whole time was so I didn't have to bring a fucking backpack full of books every time and like walk it up here. Okay. Really? I thought it was because we like 1984 it, and it yeah, was relevant. It was. You've been misleading <laughs> us. <laughs> to clarify, part of the reason that I was very glad we were just going to read 1984 this whole time was so I didn't have to bring a whole bag full, like, bag mm-hmm. full of books. But I had a feeling, I don't know, I, just, I was like, well, let me bring some other stuff. And so I've been reading off like a picture of like books. But to be fair... I have other books, um, but I maybe I should grab some other ones as well from your bookshelf. Now? Well, yeah, because currently at the moment, all I have on the desk are Anti-Intellectualism in American Life mm-hmm. by Richard Hofstadter, which we did the last time. I have Ulysses by Jesus Christ. Oh, 
my favorite. He can't even say <laughs> it. It's like <laughs> he can't. It's my favorite thing in the world. Anyway, um, and so I also Milo have, talking about I have Daddy. Flush by Virginia Woolf, which is an adorable book. Um, and I have uh, 1984 by George Orwell. Sean, Sean Fott, is there anything in the world that you like as much as he likes Ulysses? I wish. I, re- I like <laughs> I like almost everything as much as I like Ulysses. I think that's not true. Yeah. Do you like Donald Trump as much as you like Ulysses? No. Are those I, equal things in your brain? No. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. it's I, I feel bad for him. Like I actually do really You feel bad for him? I really do. What is wrong with you? We should this is a politicking episode. <laughs> this is not a literally literary episode. Well, you can read it anytime. I can just play the other theme song. I mean, God damn, that's a good point. No, we don't have, do that. It's have, like that's like a double decker burrito. I don't like that. <laughs> We're waiting for food. It just oh wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> that would be really funny. A yeah. double decker burrito? A, a, but it would be a, an a evergreen. Pol- it's, it's an evergreen an, episode. It's a podcast inside a podcast. It's an evergreen episode. <gasps> Crossover <laughs> motherfucker. When the Oh my god. I think we found the one thing he likes more than Ulysses. <laughs> Ironically, it's very Joycean. Right? My eyes are darting back and forth, and I'm thinking. I don't know. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode. Of Paula Tinkering. <laughs> With us as always, Mr. Sean Fall Burnett. Sean Fall. I'm Joy Bonnier. And here he is. He just finished up his scotch. Yeah, it's gone. Sean O'Brien. Hi, guys. <laughs> so what are we doing? Yeah, what the hell's going well, on? Well, I guess this is a crossover episode, which is now an evergreen Paula Tinkering, so it will not come out right after the uh, literally literary we just did. Do we mm-hmm. have one? Do we have a literary literary in the bank? Yeah, we just did one. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's Sunday. <laughs> wow, my memory's not so we'll good. We'll record again before Sunday for sure because I'm sure some crazy shit's going to happen. Jesus. But this is now a Paula Tinkering episode, which will probably only be about maybe 40 minutes because we're waiting for food. But you went, point, you went and grabbed more books, though. I did. So, Did you want to read during our Paula Tinkering? I'm confused. Well, I, the I thought The crossover be, concept, I assume. The, it's a crossover. Looking we at will the read a little there. bit. Oh, I really like that concept. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We'll just read. I mean, we're basically doing a – we've been doing a Paula Tinkering episode this whole time, so um, we may as well continue. Um, Sean, I cut you off before with what you were saying. As Damn if I know. What, what was I saying? Okay. Well, Joey, yeah. I cut you off with an idea you were saying before, too. Uh, in the uh, tradition of another Sean, Mr. Spicer, that's exactly what you would do. Pivot. <laughs> and cut <laughs> people off. Mm. Um, so I have books. I have books. <laughs> Welcome to Literally Literary and Politinkering. Yeah. Although, I, do you have the con- the Constitution? My mouth isn't working. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have a copy. Oh, no, I he do. was just yeah, asking. You fucking do, yeah. you fucking dirty liar. He, well, he doesn't it, mean. Bitch. You were just asking if he has the Constitution to continue the show, right? You were just saying. <laughs> the yeah, emotional Constitution. Yeah. Would, you, uh, would you like to take a Constitution go, like, have her walk? Like a BM? <laughs> Very good, yeah. <laughs> a BM? Um, Who are you, my mom? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Nancy. that's not even a joke. She uses that all the time. Wow. Yeah, it's so cute. She's a doctor, though. Yeah, that's, that's fair. true. I know, but it's so f- she won't curse, so she'll say mm. that instead. Is she still practicing? Uh, no, she just retired like last year. I thought that's what you said. Okay. She's now perfect. 
Mom, you're not I don't perfect. Get that joke. <laughs> you're close. She practiced so much. She made perfection. She no longer uh, has to it. practice. Well done. Sorry. God. Um, to Let re- me draw you a fucking picture. She still does have the ability to write prescriptions. So, <laughs> mom, if you're feeling, you know, I, well, to, maybe to, a little bit. To to guide you back to where we were. To, Uh-oh. No, wait, 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 Where we were. Uh, Sean Fah, Joey asked you a very important question. Oh, Do fuck. you love anything Uh-oh. as much as I love Ulysses? I love nothing. Joy, do you love anything as much as I love you? I was thinking about it since I asked this. Um, Nancy. No, oh, well, are we talking people? <laughs> no. Are we talking? Well, the- anything. I mean, yeah. The but, question was anything. But, uh, but I, sure, if it can be it can be it, an idea. Yeah, no, you're so right. I would like, say, it, it, something I can't love you back. There's a few albums uh, mm-hmm. that I would probably put up there, I, would, I think. I don't know as much as Ulysses, because you've read it a lot. I've listened to certain albums millions of times, just like you've read Ulysses millions of times, but I don't and know if my albums... single aspect Yeah, of... it's a different way. I dissect you, the, the are, feeling there... of the notes where you're dissecting the yeah, layers guess, of the yeah, words. it doesn't have to be nerding out. Yeah, but you, so. probably, you probably... I'm trying to just compare, I yeah. suppose. I, I, would, I would argue that you probably have a a better connection to those albums than I do of Ulysses. Why? By far. Why? Well, it's almost. An, I mean, it's it, it's an unattainable goal to to comprehend all of Ulysses or to get all of Ulysses. It's 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 com- there in my life. I will never get all that there is. I, I will book. say, music does have that other extrasensory kind of thing to me, um, where it hits you in, in many ways that you co- don't quite understand on some right. subconscious levels. And in so, ten years, you'll listen to the exact same album, and it'll hit you completely differently. Yeah, and you will to be still fair, have jo- Joyce would. It. Joyce would do the same to you. No, no, no. Joyce will do the same thing to me tomorrow. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is It is completely unattainable. It is out of the realm of possibility for me to even fucking comprehend okay. the amount of things I can get out of this book in several lifetimes. Whereas okay. one album, you can get the comple- the complexities of it and pretty much get all of it and yeah. more or less understand all of it and have an emotional connection to it and really get it, right? Um, I don't and know, then man. Suddenly, have you ever seen The Wall? Well, slow down. That's my point. And then suddenly... That was pandering. Five I years hate the later, wall. that was good. Do you really hate the wall? Fucking hate it. Oh, that's so funny. So first, first things first. Do you like Pink Floyd? Eh. I I don't know if that's an answer. <laughs> the wall is, the, is not yeah, their I'm, best album, by the way. It's not I'm, even close. I'm. Um, it's close. It's obviously close. <laughs> I would put it at four. That's close. Out, out of their like eight, I think it's uh, right in okay, the middle. Okay, then it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> I just won. I won this podcast. <laughs> End it. Um, okay, I am well, tolerant for, of so Pink let me, Hang on, let me guess. Um, what you hear is not an album. It's just Absolutely is. It is an album. Yes. And it is their number two in your mind. Number three. God damn it. Animals? Number four. You just said the walls, number four. Probably number five now. Jesus. Number so one is okay. Number what's number Dark one? Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. What's number two? You might not like this one. Metal. Metal is an amazing okay. album. It's like earlier. Starts out with Sid echoes. Barrett bullshit. Sure. No, Sid Barrett's not on this one. This right. is their first album without Sid Barrett. I think. Yeah. Right. It's right after. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, I, I got it. I really. Good. Yeah. Metal's good. Okay. It's very good. It's very underrated. I really recommend you listen to simply e- this echoes. This fucking guy is the most hipster dude I've ever met, Sean Fah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people have actually. Everyone does the dark side of the moon with Wizard of Oz. Should I remind you that Don't I own a that. record That's of a horseshit. podcast? It's horseshit. This is what you listen you own to. What? Should I remind you that I own a record of a podcast? You're saying he's saying he's more hipster. 
Unfortunately. I know. I'm calculating. <laughs> the answer is no. Okay. Sweet. Got I it. also haven't had a chance to offer my rebuttal to that. I have way more hipster things than this. Yeah. No. See, that's what makes him more hipster. He's like that is, ready to this defend is the, his This hipsterism. is the tip of my hipster you're, you're iceberg. Just like, you're just like, just so you know, I'm pretty hipster too, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm totally hipster too. I, I was, I was just hipster before I was hurt. I mean, I'm totally nerd hipster. Nerd Don't alert. fucking hit that goddamn button. Jesus. Um, go ahead with your echoes. <laughs> it's metal I know I'm just fucking around I think the actually the best thing that's ever happened it's for those Pink Floyd type of crossover but there's only two of them is the one that is the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey if you match it up with Jupiter the last part with Echoes it actually works really wonderfully and it's even better than the actual soundtrack that's in Kubrick's movie <sighs> I've no, never finished not. 2001 really I have never not fallen asleep well, end, that's fair. First of all, that the, la- the last half is the best you part. You should show Shawnee Oh, Bob. it's boring as shit, when it, man. It's when, like Hitchcock. I can't stand that all right, shit. All right, all right, Take it easy. When when they show it in 70 millimeter, mm-hmm. we'll go see it. Can I come? <sighs> With, of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. yeah. I wasn't, the, the, and Wheeler we, will be there too. Oh, I'm sure he'll be there regardless. It'll probably be next year. They've been showing it in fucking DCP, which pisses my shit off, uh, but whatever. Anyway, I have books. Um, I have Robert Frost's poems. Old Frosty. I have Mark Twain's short stories. I have Lewis Carroll's Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. Those is two separate books, right? Yes. Uh, I have 1984 by George Orwell. So if you've been following along with Literally Literary, (laughs) we've been doing that for a while, but I don't know where this will fall. The on and off 84 series. I have Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson, which come to think of it, which was a really fun book. My mom used to read this to us. Mm. Um, Anyway, I have The Rights of Man by Thomas Paine. I have the previously mentioned ones I said, and he in the looks was American life flashed by Virginia Woolf, which is really cute. And you know, James Charles. what's going on. And finally I have uh, the constitution of the United States of America by James Madison. Okay. I don't it know if he's the James only he's writer. Not. I just yeah. said it because I'm smart by James Madison. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Bit of a stretch. What are you reaching for? Yeah. What's going he's, on here? He's, you're trying to reach. What do you want from me? He makes making his own pick. <gasps> so he has his Mark Twain's. He's he's flipping through a Mark Twain book right now, which was the only book, as I remember, to come to, or one Not of the, the very only, few books. Yeah. All right, take it easy. Uh, was one of the few books to make it back with him from Alaska, and he's flipping to a page right now, and he's his brow is furrowed. There's a there's just one singular line protruding northward from his brain. Right <laughs> it's lovely. Um, I am going to request. Page 10, Cannibalism in Cars. My favorite part about Sean Fa is that he had the book flipped over to page 10, and then he closed it and said, I'm going to request page 10. No, I had the book open to the, uh, the tablet of contents. All right. Well, you know. So, you know, it point. wouldn't have helped. It's a sick burn, bro. Cannibalism in the Cars is what he's requesting, I read, while we wait for our... Um, what, do we, what do we get again? What do we get again? Mediterranean <laughs> food? <laughs> Anyway. The place you insisted upon. <clears throat> I visited St. Louis lately, and on my way west, after changing cars at Terry Hot, Indiana, a mild, benevolent-looking gentleman of about 45 or maybe 50 came in at one of the way stations and sat beside me. We talked together pleasantly on various subjects for an hour, perhaps, and I found him exceedingly intelligent and entertaining. 
When he learned that I was from Washington, he immediately began to ask questions about various public men and about congressional affairs, and I saw very shortly that I was conversing with a man who was perfectly familiar with the ins and outs of political life at the Capitol, even in even to ways and manners and customs of procedures of senators and representatives of the chambers of national legislature. Presently, two men halted near us for a single moment, and one said to the other, Harris, if you'll do that, sorry, <clears throat> Harris, if you do that for me, I'll never forget you, my boy. My new comrade's eye lighted pleasantly. The words had touched upon a happy memory, I thought. Then his face settled into thoughtfulness, almost into gloom. He turned to me and said, let me tell you a story. Let me give you a secret chapter of my life. Chapter that has never been referred to by me ever since it transpired. Listen patiently and promise that you will never that you will not interrupt me. <laughs> I said I would not. And he related the following strange adventure, speaking sometimes with animation, sometimes with melancholy, but only always with feeling and earnestness. Hey Vern <laughs> The Stranger's Narrative. <laughs> On the 19th of December, 1853, I started from St. Louis on the evening train bound for Chicago. It's St. Louis. There were only four passengers, all told. There were no ladies, no children. We were in excellent spirits and pleasant acquaintanceships. And pleasant acquaintanceships were soon formed. The journey bade fair to be a happy one. Bade? And no... What? Bade? Yeah. The journey bade fair to be a happy one. Bade, the fuck uh, is bade? Promised. You my bay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Previous bay. Promised. <laughs> She's been bade. The journey bade fair to be a happy one, and no individual part, no individual in the party. I think you promised not to interrupt me. No I individual made in the party. No I such think, promise, sir. <laughs> <laughs> had even the Vegas presentation. Uh, sorry, even um, a Vegas presentation. Sweet. <laughs> I love those. Of the horrors. Can we see Pendulette? We were soon to undergo. At 11 p.m. began to snow hard. Shortly after leaving the small village in Weldon, we entered upon the tremendous prairie solitude that struck... I can't stop. Okay. So, real quick. I saw on Facebook real quick that, like, <laughs> that somebody had created... ADD alert! I know. I'm sorry. I, I really... I couldn't keep reading with this in my brain. Someone created a video game version of Henry David Thoreau's Walden. I don't know what that means. Wait, for for the computer or for a system or for what? like a yeah, like a game. It doesn't matter. A game. That, that a is phone. amazing. <laughs> he made a game. Yeah. Isn't let's, he just like PlayStation? I'm sorry, doesn't he just go out in the nature and do nothing? Correct. Sounds like a great fucking book. Sounds like a boring ass game. Both. Okay, that worked. <laughs> Thank you. That's for, what you wanted? Thank you for clearing. I just needed to say it. Mm-hmm. I just needed to say it and what you guys said was fine. He's a good man. And thorough. And <laughs> the man in me will do nearly any task. Uh, but, but, ask but, for but, compensation. But, 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 There's a little he would ask. Take a woman like you. <laughs> no, you can't sing it. We can only say it. To get through? Apparently, it's the thing. The man in me. Yeah. What a wonderful feeling. We entered upon the tremendous. Tremendous prairie solitude that stretches its leagues on leagues of houseless dreary lit, dreariness far away stacks from on stacks. the Jubilee settlement. Stacks, 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 stacks. 
The winds, unobstructed by trees or cliffs or even vagrant rocks, whistled fiercely across the level desert. If wind is unobstructed, there's no... Oh, it's still wind. It's just not noisy. The failing snow before it was like spray from the crested waves of a stormy sea. The snow was deepening fast. (laughs) And we knew, by the diminished speed of the train, that the engine was plowing through it with steadily increasing difficulty. Indeed... It almost came to a dead halt sometimes in the midst of great drifts that piled Michael Winslow Jr. over here. Like colossal <laughs> graves across the track. <laughs> Conversations began to flag. Cheerfulness gave place to grave concern. Man, we ain't found shit. The okay, possibility okay. of being imprisoned Easy. in the snow in the bleak prairie 50 miles from any house presented itself to every mind <laughs> and extended its depressing influence over every spirit. At eight o'clock in the morning, I was aroused out of an uneasy slumber by the seal, by the ceasing of all motion about me. The appalling truth flashed upon me instantly. We were captives in a snowdrift. All hands to the rescue! Every man sprang to obey. Out in the wild night, the pitchy darkness. I the thought he said there weren't snow, any women on the train. The driving snow. Every soul leaped with a consciousness that from? a moment lost uh, now uh, might bring destruction to us all. Shovels, uh, hands, boards, anything. Uh, Everything that could displace snow was brought into instant requisition. It was a weird requisition. picture. I know. It was a weird <laughs> for life. It was a weird picture. That small company of frantic men fighting the banking snows, half in the blackest shadow and the half in the egg. I drank a lot of scotch before this. <laughs> I'm drunk AF. Oh, uh, half in the O'Brien. angry light Jesus. of the look. All right. Half in the bonus <laughs> reflector. One short hour sufficed to prove the utter uselessness of our efforts. The storm barricaded the track with a dozen drifts while we dug one away. And worse than this, it was discovered that the last grand charge, the engine that had made upon the... Sorry, where's my head? And worse than this, it was discovered that the last grand charge, the engine had made... The last grand charge the engine had made upon the enemy had broken the fore and aft shaft of the driving wheel. Damn. With a free track before us, we should still have been hapless. Helpless. We, is we, there a difference? Yes. Uh, hapless is uh, like without hope. Really? Helpless is, is without the ability to get help. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What's the difference be between hapless and hopeless? Hapless and hopeless? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hapless is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you said hapless Un- was without hope, so what is Unfortunate hopeless? is kind of like, it, it more or less goes hand in hand. Okay. Un- unlucky, luckless, okay. ill-fated, yeah, cur- cursed, doomed. It's sure, slightly different, but cool. I'm drunk AF. This is literally literary. Fair enough. You can, I'm, I'm kibosh, as well. kibosh, kibosh, kibosh on the AF. Don't like it. You're not using it anymore. Yeah. You're oh, a big boy. I'm so excited to continue to use this. I know. So yeah. That was the dumbest thing I could have ever yeah, done. Yeah, you, you should know better than I these things, just, man. <laughs> I would have stopped AF. Wait, what? That no, doesn't even work. Keep, I know. That's why it's going to be amazing. You can't stop as fuck. <laughs> you can totally stop as fuck. What? No. Then you're not from New Jersey. Jesus. Ugh. But what was the thing you said You can when you shock someone, when you sucker punch them? What's that called? Oh, snook. You, when you sneak, sneak, sneak snook. somebody. You got snook? You, you, no, you just got, got snook. Snook. You got snook. Like Richard Spencer got snook. Yeah. But you the act of sneaking. Yeah. Like you sne- you're sneaking on that dude. Sneak a punch. Yeah, you sneak a punch. Exactly. Sneak a punch. Sucker punch. 
The funny part is, is I, I've I've really never heard it in the you know um, the, MSM the object sense. Oh. It's usually the subject sense, like you've been snuck. Oh, I've never seen it like you, you're going to sneak a punch because nobody like uh, you can't announce it because that would defeat the purpose. <laughs> I think that's damage. clear. That's clear. So, <laughs> uh, oh, Brian, have you ever fought someone? Not really, man. Fist fight, kind of Jersey really. boy, are you? Not really. I got punched but when you were young. I just. Well, I was a wrestler in high school, so like when mm. when uh, the fight would start, it would just yeah. it would end pretty quickly. Cause you mean you would take them to the ground and pound yeah, them? Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't pound them. You just fucking you know, yeah, as fuck. I would get behind them and 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 pound them AF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Don't read anymore. We can continue talking. Sure, this is politics crossover. It's fine. <laughs> We can wait for our I didn't mean it like that. I was just. I you wanted, didn't mean, did I fuck guys? I wanted I to. Con- I just want to probe more about this wrestling probe. stuff. And oh, Brian, please. How where's it? Another pour another drink, please. AF. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. It's getting better. So, Mr. Bonnier, have yeah. you ever been in a fight? Yeah. Yeah, he said that. Did he? Yeah. Been, not many. Not many. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it was when Sasha was here. We we're talking oh, about Sasha. you know defending person. Sasha. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Right, Sasha. It's okay. Uh, not many. I would say uh, probably three. Is I would say three. What was the age of the last fight? <sighs> 16, 15. Oh, okay, that's respectable. Have you not really? Fight, it's pretty young. Yeah, yeah, not since like third grade. So like, oh, okay. I, I don't even really count that as a fight. You know, a, a lunchbox is thrown and someone cries, and you know. That's... Well, what type of lunchbox? <laughs> but plastic lunchbox one. I understand that. Yeah. What was on it? Was it Where's Waldo or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> It was my one with an AM radio built into oh, it. Oh, you threw it? No. Somebody my, threw your my lunchbox. My lunchbox was thrown. And that's why you fought. Did yeah. you throw the perfect punch? Oh, why oh. my mouth does not work. <laughs> we know what you mean. Yeah. I, I don't think even punches were involved. I think it's like pushing. Like and a flail. Like, yeah. And like, that's not a fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not a fight. Can we talk about this AM radio lunchbox? <laughs> uh, I'm just... Were you the only human being in the Probably. world who had one? Or? Oh yeah. yeah, no, there was one made. <laughs> yeah, especially. Did you get a custom made? Is that a real question? <laughs> Possibly. Wow, these seven-year-old Sean Fa. Yeah, He's like much. listening to Rush Limbaugh with his briefcase. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. What is? It's amazing. That's probably why it was thrown. <laughs> I feel like you should have defended yourself. Did you not fight back? I, mean, I don't know that that's I lost that fight. I mean, you oh, know, it's you lost. Like, no, I said I don't know that I lost. Well, it but was the mere you know, fact that he was in the fight proves he defended himself. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it depends. Uh, actually, I don't know if I would fight for over that. That might not be um, eight a.m. A destruction of property. I mean, what did they do? They threw it. Yeah. Did it break? Uh, yeah. Mm, okay, that's fightable. Yeah, I agree. If somebody broke something of mine, no, I would not fight them. Today, no. Well, depends on who and why. And when the I was a kid, no. It, it, at no point would some, if somebody have broken something. Really? Where it's I at least rich it's, kids, money it's confrontable. I think it's maybe confrontable. That's what it is. I, I yeah. wasn't a rich kid, but yeah. I mean, I guess it's. Well, maybe there's something tied to that. Yeah, the, the, that that like the objects themselves never had that much importance. Yeah, yeah. Or as much importance as people. Mm. Um, that might be my you know my weird you know buttersism of things, but. I don't know. Sorry, Joey, you were talking. Yeah, people are way less important than objects. I agree with all of that, but <laughs> you, neither of you confess to loving something more than Ulysses. I, I do love something more than Ulysses. I love a couple things more than Ulysses. Damn. Oh, what are they? Tell me what they are. Okay, your guitar. Sounds... Hang on, hang on. It's your amp. Mm. One of the amp. You bought, you built one amp, and that's the thing <laughs> I you said love it more because... than Ulysses. 
And I don't I, I wouldn't even be able to place which amp. I imagine it's brown. It's black. It's probably orange. God damn it, that was oh. my second guess. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? I said orange. Oh no, that's a specific yeah, orange amp. I'm yeah. not into those. Oh, right on. Yeah. I love that, am British I correct? Thing, was right? that correct? That's the thing you love more than Ulysses? Yes. <laughs> Sean Fa, then you clearly you Can I explain why? Of course. Please do. Well, this is going to get real. I just preface this. Nerd alert. Skip 30 seconds if you don't want to hear me nerd all Probably about Fender amplifiers. No, it'll be about 47. Right. Um, there is an amazing technology involved in creating an amplifier. It's called the transistor. Uh, the transistor wasn't invented till about 1970. And before that, everything was used vacuum tubes. Vacuum tubes are magical. What the hell is this? Some kind of tube? They're wonderful. They are... They are the best sounding amps in the world because they still use vacuum tubes to this day, even though it's a dead technology. Every single guitar player in the world pretty much Most uses of them tubes. made in Russia. They are mostly made in Russia right now. Interestingly enough, U.S. doesn't make them. The best ones are U.S. made. That's why a lot of people like me use special NOS, new old stock tubes from America when they before they went out of business mm -hmm. in the 60s. No commie tubes for you. Anyways, the... The idea of amplifying the sound was a big deal because it was actually used in World War II and honestly helped win the Propaganda, war. Propaganda, fake and news. After World War II, the Wait, amp go back. How the fuck did the tube? Oh, just in the all, radio, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Okay, communication yeah, right. between right, right. the tanks. You're not talking about a mass amplification. You're talking about like amplification, like of no, enough like, to hear things. Peter yeah, yeah. we're talking the forties here, right, so yeah, yeah, totally. That's the way it was. Uh, yeah, but after well, no, I mean, like when he talks about amps, people and myself when included. Peter Frampton talks. No, no. When Joey talks about it, when people when I hear when I hear someone talking about amps and they start talking about tubes, I assume we're talking about loud shit for broadcasting to a large audience. So, but not no, great, too. great point. Totally. They they didn't have the circuitry and the availability to do it. The tube technology was pretty primitive. Tube technology. And the most they could do oh, is they have, the thirty watt amp would be absolutely. It would be big. It would be a huge block. The transformer would be huge. It would be very. Mm. Fucking hot, More than like you need eye. to give it like ventilation and shit. Mm. So it's and it was very difficult to bring around. Like you know, they had to make mill spec things for World War Two, where they like had like them you know sealed with gaskets and rubber safety yeah. stuff because tubes could break. They're like light, they're like light bulbs. So what are like they that? made out of again? They're made of glass mostly. Okay, yeah, yeah and they have a base, a metal a vacuum. A, a, <laughs> Yeah, in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, he gets it. Okay. <laughs> but the point, they're called valves, by the way, in England. Um, anyways. Really? Oh, that's wild. Yeah. It's weird. Valve amps. Yeah. You know. Oh, valve amp. A valve uh, is the tube. And yeah. The okay. valve amps. Oh, gotcha. That's Rather just, than tube amps. That's, tube amps. Yeah, it's the same weird. thing. It's the no, same no, thing. No, no, it's just, they, they like their weird words there. A tube and a valve? Yeah. It's roughly the same thing. <sighs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. So the, te the technology coming out, the technology coming out of World War II was made by RCA, the Radio Corporation of America, obviously, and it was the basic technology of using tubes in different ways. Like the, there was like you use tubes this way, you use tubes this way, you split the signal, and or actually they didn't even figure that out yet. They had to use a certain way to. This sounds very. Okay, never mind. The inverter, the way that you actually had to use the end of the amplified signal towards the speaker wasn't quite perfected until 1960 with, or really, yeah, about 1960 by Leo Fender. And Leo Fender was already amazing was amazing back in the 50s for creating some of the greatest amps ever. But he took his system and he's like, holy shit, I'm going to use this long tail inverter, which actually flips the signal and duplicates it. And, well, sorry, duplicates it first, then flips one side out of phase. This is going to get very nerdy. But then you can amplify both sides equally between two tubes. And this is using a matched pair of tubes to basically work in uh, synergy, is if you will. Is that why XLR cables work like that? 
What do you mean? Uh, splitting the uh, the polarity and then separating them. Uh, not quite. That, that's actually for a different reason. Oh, okay. That's because it kind of works with radio interference. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, but it's similar, I guess. It's, this, it's not the same thing. Okay, it's sorry. a similar concept, though. Um, but the, basically what you can, instead of they were used to do was single-ended tubes where one tube was on all the time. Now they have two tubes that are on half the time and split the, this, the work between them, which causes you a huge boost in amplification. Is that meaning, a heat thing? What? Is that a heat thing? It's a heat thing. It's an efficiency thing. It's just the fact that we o- only the tubes are working half the time and splitting the signal like on, off, on, yeah. off, on, off. And it make, basically makes a matched pair of tubes work in synergy. And therefore, like what you had a four-watt amp before, now you had a 20-watt amp, which is, seems like a, a small deal. But then you have matched— two of the same tubes, you get that right. sort of exponential increase. Exactly. But gotcha. then you could have matched quads, and then you could have matched octets. And mm-hmm. then er- therefore, you get— what's called a huge amplifier. And the guess who was wow. discovered this was really Leo, Leo Fender. Uh, now, That's not like the exactly highest of the, the high same power thing that ones. happens in CPUs. Kinda, but it, it was amazing technology because it honestly just sounded better. Hmm. And it, it was the sound of 1960 and 61 and 62 and 63. These are known as the blackface amps. Fender was an independent company before this time and they were actually using really handmade labor to make these amazing sounding amps. And in my mind, they are the pinnacle of amplifier construction. And not only that, you can hear it. I can tell you a couple amplifiers that you know. Listen, if you listen to any Stevie Ray Vaughan album, everyone loves Stevie Ray Vaughan's tone. Guitarists are obsessed with it. They try to replicate it. He pretty much used the blackface amp through a 15, uh, amp, a 15 inch speaker. Is that the brother of the guy from Sopranos? No, it's the minstrel show. Stevie Ray Vaughan is so under- underrated, it's insane. Even though he, everyone knows him, he's still underrated. That's how an amazing guitar player Stevie Ray Vaughan is. Anyways, I have a 1964 Fender Deluxe <laughs> Reverb. Five minutes and 13 seconds. Nice. <laughs> 30 seconds in Joey World. And I bought it from this guy in uh, Orange County. And I drove two hours to see him. And there's this Did old- two hours to get to Orange County? Yeah, I was in the traffic. It was a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Even still, That's two hours? I didn't know where I was going. No. Oh, all right. I think where I'm, in Orange I, County? I think, actually, you know what? Maybe it wasn't quite Orange County. It, was, it wasn't... You got to use the it waves, It would have man. to be farther south. I, you know what? I'm probably exaggerating the Imperial two hours. Imperial City? It was like Norwalk or somewhere like that. Was it down that way? Like no Whittier-ish? Oh, yeah. That's... A- Mm. No, that's not that's, like that was only like an empire. It was it's it was only like an hour. Like east, it was right? like down the five, Either all the way, way down it was the five. Fucking forever. It was an arduous journey. <sighs> Anyways, you, you I found met the this love dude. of your life at the end of this Aww, fucking Joey. hero's quest. D- real quick, real quick. Did you name this amp? No, I don't name amps. I name my guitars. <laughs> that's interesting. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, because I, you touch. Now it. that I've asked you, are you reconsidering naming your amps? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Why are you saying well, sorry? Because that's like a paradigm shifting thing that I just threw out. It's not it's that not... big of a paradigm. It's I... me naming something or not naming something. That's I think a, that's I... a big paradigm shift. <laughs> okay. If nobody told me I should like name my individual copies of books. And then it's, suddenly it occurred to me, I'm like, oh, it's shit, different. maybe I should. Yeah. It's different. Well, I, I recognize it's different. It's more, I'd be more Well, for most people, that would be just utterly ridiculous. But you, having eight copies of Ulysses, it would actually make sense Correct. to have that be Steve and that be... Okay, no, yeah. I'm just trying to... I would in. never fucking name any book Steve. <laughs> oh, you. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> I would name several books Steve, actually. <laughs> That'd just get confusing. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, this book right here, I'm holding the Robert Frost poems. I would name Steve. 
Actually, this book's name is Steve. Okay. Hi, Steve. I think that's my book. You it just is, named my book. No, no, no. To clarify, it is your book now. <laughs> oh, okay. I gave you this book. I remember I seeing it on the shelf. Which, I'm, I'm stoked about this book, man. I'm, I'm. Every time I look at this book, I'm very happy because that I gave it to you. This is one of the first books. I think this is like one of. This might be the very first book I ever bought with my own money. Frosty. I'm wow. pretty stoked about mm. this, and I'm, I'm glad to have given it to you. I think I remember not hating Frosty. You did. I think that's why. I like yeah. it. We read it. We had okay. a lot of fun. Would you like me to read something from it? Sure. This is like a little. We read, uh, I think we read Birches. We read. Um, the... Oh, anyways, the you know train gets stuck. They eat people. It's all fun and games. Anyways, Frost. Train really? gets stuck. They all eat people. It's all fun. We didn't and even games. get to the yeah. cannibalism. Yeah. Cannibalism of cars. Oh, yeah. We can go back to Mark. No, nah, it doesn't matter. We're all over it's it. It's a fucking long. spoiler. Yeah. You know. Yep. He ruined it. I read or The Road Not Taken last time. Saved it. <laughs> I read The Road Not Taken last time. I guess I can... Oh, this one's called Hillabrook. Yep. Which sounds like a fun... I don't know what that... Hillabrook? Hillabrook. Hillabrook. Might be Hillabrook. H-Y-L-A Brook. Is it a girl? I it just. I read to you exa- the, all the information I have. Oh, there's our... There's our Yero. The food is calling. Should I read the poem while we wait for the... Absolutely. Um, all right. I'm excited. Hillabrook. By June, our brooks run out of song and speed. Sought for much after that, it will be found either to have gone grouping underground and taken with all the hyla breed that shouted in the mists a month ago, mist a month ago, like a go like ghost of sleigh bells in a ghost of snow, of flourished and come up in jewel weed, weak foliage that is blown upon and bent even against the way its waters went. Its bed is left, a faded paper sheet of dead leaves stuck together by the heat, a brook to none but who remembers long. This is, or this as it will be seen, is other far than others with brooks taken underwear. Otherwear in song. Underwear? (laughs) We love the things we love for what they are. Thank you for listening to Literary Land of Politicking Before you well turn done. to excessive drinking I didn't want to end it though. Uh, I don't want to end it either, but our food's here. I guess we could eat while we eat. We can wait a minute or two. But the truth Let me see if I, I want to talk about it. It's an evergreen? It's an evergreen. I'd have to ask you like a philosophical question. Okay. I don't. I, I have one. Okay. It won't take long. Hey, no, I'm not gonna eat you. Joey didn't want to end here, so he he requested I ask him a question. They were As all he, here. They heard it. All right. Take God. <laughs> um. Joey Boner. Yeah. Can you know anything? Depends on what the definition of anything is. Depends on the definition of what no is and can. And no, you, you understand can. <laughs> get the qualifier. Depends I think on what is, is. <laughs> the answer is no, um, but I think yes. It sounds really strange. So the answer would be... Blowing in the wind. Somewhere in between. Do you know? Do you know? Me? I don't know, man. We already played the song. We can't, though. 
I want to do something. Can you know anything? <laughs> I mean, you can play it then if you want. Oh, our food is here, though. Do you? It, you know, it's not going to get super cold. It's it's not that it gets cold. It's that it gets soggy. Mm, Although there's no fries or anything. It's all just like, I have one question for you, Sean O'Brien, and you're not going to like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will answer any question ever. If we discover life mm-hmm. in the solar system On of Earth? Trappist 1. Mm-hmm. It's 40 light years away. In my 40 view. light years away. And we're somehow able to travel close to the speed of light. Should we spend 40 years and send people there to start a new colony? To start... Okay, so you want to yep. colonize another world that's already... Like, that seems immoral. What level of life like, are we talking about? Like, that's a whole other philosophical question. What? What level of life are we talking about? Like, I didn't necessarily... It's, it's, I just okay, meant it, habitable... Okay, it's, 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 it's a habitable, go- it's a it's a it's a habitable climate in general. That are we that going whatever. to it just live? We could just like fly there and live there. Yeah. Then yeah, of course. Are we going to fight a war and enslave a species? Does it? Co- yeah. Does it cost any? Does it cost anything other than travel? Let's assume that we have to move there. Because okay, well, then, our course, obviously, Why of course, is that even a question. <laughs> it's not even a question. And then we'd have, but we'd have to kill the people who live there. We'd have to fight a war. Would we do it? Okay. for our survival. Uh, sure. That's yeah, fine. yeah, that yeah. we've been doing okay. that since we. Yeah, you know, I mean, if we're gonna die, our Earth is gonna die, and we have to kill the people standing on that planet. Yeah. Is it morally just? No. Should we do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a fucking human, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you correct. Bitch. Correct. You I, human biased bitch. I mean, it's correct. I, I I hate to break it to you. You're quite the humanist. If they were stronger than us, then they would have survived our war. By the way, I think your label is secular humanist. Uh no no. What is that off-brand horse shit? Wasted hotness. Wasted hotness. Once again, I, I'm. I, you're you're correct. Um. I don't. I just. It's just too vague. It sounds smug too. Also, <laughs> what does like secular humanist? Yeah, it sounds pretty douchey. Sounds douchey as douchey AF. Jesus fucking. Christ. I don't introduce myself like. 